welcome to the Unapologetic Connections podcast. We are spicing things up, having no podcast hosts, no scripts, and bearing it all completely unedited. We are a group of entrepreneurial women who believe in true, deep, unapologetic stories. Because life isn't always Instagram worthy. Life is messy, unpredictable, and can rock you to the core. It's time to unmask and show all aspects of ourselves unapologetically. Let's come together, rock this thing called life, and support the heck out of each other. Because ain't nobody got time for the mask of judgment. Get ready to connect, share, and feel the unedited love of unapologetic connections. Welcome back, Connections, Connections here at the table, and Connections out there listening. Uh, My name is Anna Mullins, and I am the producer of Unapologetically Her, and a speaker and a coach. I am so happy to be introducing this week's episode, which is again brought to you by Nude Vodka Soda. And I am excited to be bringing this topic to the table because it was something that I mentioned on a previous podcast that hit a nerve with our audience. And I heard from three separate women, two of whom were actually kind of in tears over this particular soundbite. And I thought, this clearly is something that we need to talk about. So the topic tonight is how to move beyond your story. And what I had said um, a couple of weeks ago was that you are not your story. And that may resonate with some of you out there. It may be some uh, work that you've already been doing around that. And for some, it might be brand new. And wherever you're at with this journey, um, I invite you to really listen today and hear what this full table of beautiful speakers and coaches has to say on this issue. And what I want to say on this issue, which is that first and foremost, we are not our stories, despite the fact that I coach speakers and I coach storytelling. I want everybody out there to know that the stories that you carry around, what happened to you in your life, the circumstances that shaped who you believe you are, is not actually who you are. They are the gifts that you were given in order to connect your essential self to everybody else. So what I come across often, and particularly in uh, speaker training, is people showing up thinking that their story is something they should be ashamed of the things that have happened to them, the things they may have done by choice or otherwise, uh, has shaped their entire identity and how they show up in the world and who they believe they are. And by virtue of that, when we feel that that story might not be something someone else has experienced, we all of a sudden start to accumulate shame around the story. And it isn't until we realize that we are not those stories that we can actually release the shame and deeply connect with everyone else in the room, particularly this example right here with seven women sitting around a table connecting on stories. So I wanted to start with a question to Jordan Lal, who is a mortgage broker, but I will tell you this, she is so much more than that small part (laughs) of her story. Um, Jordan, tell me what it means to you when I say you are not your story. Thanks so much, Anna. Um, So I had the privilege of uh, taking part in your speaker training program. And up until that point in my life, I really did believe that my story did define who I was. And it, it really it bled into 
so many different parts of my life, almost every relationship that that I had. And working with you and, and through with a group of women, um, some which are here and some which are not, um, I was able to really dissect my own story and look at it through a different lens. That's a really interesting perspective to redefine and to look at our stories through a different lens. And it's something that um, I teach in the speaker training, of course, but it's also something I deeply believe in, which is that we get so hooked up on the details of our story, the individual circumstances, the scenarios, the facts about the story that we forget what values uh, live underneath that story. We forget what the uh, feelings were that arose underneath that story. And those are the things that connect us. Yeah, um, I had lost uh, my brothers in, in a fairly uh, violent way. And I honestly didn't think that there's anyone out there that could really relate and it built a lot of shame around the story and around my feelings and um, working uh, with you and I remember my first draft of uh, my, my talk that I was going to do um, my story was that I was this grieving sister I was dealing with a lot of trauma and after I finished reading it you said what I get from this, from your what you've said, is that you've recreated this beautiful trio of love. And it was like an instant mind shift for me. And I realized I liked your version of the story much better than my own. <laughs> and it literally forced me in a, in a beautiful way to, to relook at my story. I love that. And thank you for sharing that. And what you're referring to is that you are now raising your own children yes. and you have three of them yes. and you were raised with two brothers That's in the right. little trio. So, um, yeah, it's interesting when somebody else takes a look at your story and isn't carrying the same right. general sense of shame around it. And we're really just looking at it objectively and injecting the feelings and the values underneath, which is family right, and love That's right. and creation, yes. which is the polar opposite of loss. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I love that you shared that. And right. thank you for being so vulnerable with us today. And I just love you. Oh, I love you. you. I love you all. Aww. I want to kind of turn this uh, conversation as well to Kathy Buchanan, who um, has a company called Balancing Energy and is by definition a, a ancestral clearing coach yeah yeah and ancestral clearing in and of itself is kind of a funny story that um it is that is hard for a lot of people to wrap their minds around and when you and I first met uh you were having difficulty with this story and even I think you even mentioned uh at the start of speaker training like I hate even throwing dinner parties or showing up to dinner parties because I have to explain like what do you do and here's me throwing out ancestral clearing and not really wanting to own that story. So if you could speak to that a little bit. Sure. So just taking the ancestral clearing and talking about your stories and everything. There's a quote that actually my mentor who taught me the work always says, and I love it. And it's, um, it's not what happened to you, but it's what you've made it mean, which is speaking exactly to what you were all speaking about. And I really love that because we all experience so many different things. Uh, me with my discomfort and shame around sharing the work that I do and it just sounding like a weirdo and whatever to just changing that to that I am worthy of sharing this work I am good enough to share this work um, and that just because my experiences in my life 
hadn't been earth shattering, hadn't been like an aha, sort of huge spiritual awakening that made me think that's what I had to have to share the work that I do. Mm -hmm. And that even though my life has changed so much over the years from the work, I've seen it in other people with their changes. So I think that that's been enough. And yeah, that's... I love that. I love that so much, Kathy. Um, and I love what you do as well. And I think mm-hmm. what's so interesting, and I've witnessed this in you, is as soon as you started openly and um, from an, a non-shame place, sharing that you do this kind of woo-woo work that maybe some people won't understand, I've seen people jumping out of the bushes to get their hands on the work you do. <laughs> like, as soon as you showed up in that confidence and and just kind of owning that side of yourself, there was a huge shift that happened. Not just in your mindset, but in the minds of everybody else. Totally. And it was validating. And I think the biggest thing I realized, and I think we touched on this a few episodes ago, was that I don't have to be so-called perfect. I don't have to be 100% healed or be at the so-called end of my journey. I can be a work in progress. And that that's okay. Mm-hmm. And you can still help people while mm-hmm. you're, you know, a work in progress. Yeah, I love so, that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, well, I love you too. Let's just start the love. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. Love yeah. Love Here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Here Anna goes again with all this happy work. I have so many questions that are kind of arising out of this that I want to put to the table. And um, one of the things that is kind of arising for me here is the nature of discovering your purpose. And I'm launching this kind of out of left field because it speaks to a little bit about what Kathy's talking about is using what you do or your story as an identity in your business to define your purpose. And bear with me here on the segue that you are also, if you are not your story, you are also not your job. You are also not your business. You are not an ancestral clearing and forgiveness person. You are not a life coach. You are not a mortgage broker. I am not an event producer. Um, those are roles that I play. Those are That's a story that I might attach to myself. However, it's also not who I am. There is somebody deeper and an essential self that is deeper. And it's that person that needs to show up in all of the roles and in all of the stories in order to connect us better to one another. And that is why our purpose is not defined by our job. It's defined by the qualities of who we are and whether or not we are bringing those qualities forward. Not whether we're bringing our stories forward, but whether we're bringing love and connection and compassion in Kathy's situation and um, wisdom and creativity and everything that lives underneath the identity or the role. So I want to um, throw this to Ashley McIver health coach who's sitting across the table from me right now. You are by definition a health coach. Uh, You also do have another job as well, a day job. Right. I would like to know who are you beyond those roles and those titles? Yeah. So Anna, I love that question. I'd love to answer it. You know my story. Uh, Everybody around here knows my story. I've always had a hard time connecting. It's always been a real struggle for me to connect, especially with women. I never quite knew who I was in a situation of one-on-one conversation. I was never quite comfortable. And now I'm the opposite. I'm connecting like around the clock. (laughs) What, What do you think is the difference for you? How do you show up differently now than you did then? I show up honest. Yeah, totally. And I have no qualms about being honest. I have 
no shame in telling you exactly what chapter one to chapter now is. Okay, so this is a great example, actually, because it doesn't matter what you're sharing by the sounds of it. It matters that you are sharing it with honesty. Right. So your quality is what's connecting you because there's nobody in this room. I mean, seriously, yell here, here, if this <laughs> doesn't relate to you. Is there anyone here who doesn't associate with the word honest? Who says, no, that doesn't feel like me at all. Or I don't value that. No, no, no absolutely. No. And it's funny. I, I shouldn't say I don't struggle with connection anymore. I cannot connect with someone who isn't honest or who's not being real with me. I, I actually no longer allow those sort of relationships in my life. And I think that's helped a lot ease any kind of anxiety or depression or anything like that is I just am. And that is all. Boom. Isn't that a t-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> I, I am. And that is all. And that I, like I might add is um, your purpose as well. Your purpose is not health coach. Your purpose is honesty. Mm. And when you show up that way, you will always, always, always feel aligned. You will always feel like you're in your purpose. You don't have to show up as a health coach in every single environment and to every person you meet. You just show up honest and it feels like your soul is aligned with where it's supposed to be. Thank you. And thank you for you. Oh, well, thank you for, I love you too. Let's add you to the list. <laughs> you're here. You're here. You're like, here. What do you mean I wasn't on the list? Yeah. <laughs> I would love to kind of take this around the circle, actually, to the same question. If you are not your story, then what quality or value are you? And um, let's start with, I'm going to go counterclockwise. Haley Lowen, intuitive business coach, to my right. Um, what's your quality and purpose? I think mine is love. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I love everybody and I see the love in everybody. It's funny, like even uh, doing this podcast and, and having to ask people questions, I get so caught up in their, what they're saying and I'm just like, oh, I love you. You're so amazing. Mm -hmm. And like, tell, tell me more that it's hard for me to even like come up with to, to how to ask you for another question because I'm so involved in your story. I think that's maybe the empath in me because I just want to be with you with it. You know what I mean? So I think, yeah, definitely love. Thank you mm. for that. I would agree. Mm -hmm. Jordan. I would say that mine's empathy. I just connection and, and feeling like I can relate or provide any kind of comfort to others is just something that embodies who I am. I love that. Mm -hmm. So that's love comfort and probably connection yeah. and I would add that being an empath is also a story so we want to just yeah. stay a little deeper mm. as well yeah I love that look at you look at all you <laughs> loving empath lovers <laughs> Jessica Houston glitter and grace life coaching I think that mine is probably authenticity oh yeah mm -hmm. I feel like um everything that I do if I do it with authenticity in mind um I feel aligned to it similar to what you were saying I just feel like that's um, something I've taken from my stories um, and not uh, what we talked about earlier, just not being um, our story. So just taking those experiences and taking what we can from the stories instead of actually living our lives as if we were the story or what, what happened to us in the story. Have you ever had the experience, Jessica, because I know you're somebody that lives, um, I think, very much from my perspective in alignment with your purpose now, with that authenticity. Um, 
have you ever lived from the polar opposite place where your story really did create a lot of shame for you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think actually up until the last couple of years, um, it was a collective of stories, not just one story really for me. Um, but yeah, if you, if you really piece them all together and take away, um, how I felt about myself because of those stories, I think there was a lot of shame. There was a lot of, just a lot of negativity and a lot of victimhood. And I think I lived my life out of that lens for a really long time, where now I'm able to look at it and sort of think, you know what, those are pieces, just like what you said earlier, um, those are pieces of my life and those are pieces of my story and who I am and they've helped create and shape who I am as a person now. So what can I do with that now and how can I use that now to support other people? And so that's why for me, authenticity is really important because I will share those stories not to get attention or empathy or anything like that, but more just to let people know that it's okay for those things to have happened in your life and they don't have to define you. Um, you can move past that and you can use those things in a positive way. So I think, yeah, there's been a huge shift. I love that. So I would almost add service as well for you. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Service and authenticity. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jessica. You're welcome. Hmm. Hmm. So Kathy, ancestral yes. clearing and forgiveness. Is forgiveness your word or is there something else that speaks uh, yes, stronger it's, to it's you? It's there, but I would say empathy, acceptance, and forgiveness. Empathy, acceptance, and forgiveness. And acceptance is interesting. Acceptance of self and where I'm at, but acceptance of others and where they're at on their journey. Mm. Just that seeing them where they are, not wanting to so-called fix someone, make them change, realizing that no matter the million things you can say, do, whatever it is, people are going to find their way, their people, and their their true destination. And, uh, yeah, just accepting that, not I judging. That. And, mm. Thank you. You're so wise. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, I have Melanie Dawn from Bliss Coaching. You're a food and body coach. I am. Um, but in a... And another role, you are, I am connection. Beautiful. What I've realized is when you create connection with people, you allow them to also be their authentic self. I don't think I've ever been my authentic self. I would say probably until this last year when uh, taking speaker training, it brought out a whole new side of me. I never thought I had a story. I never grew up with a lot of trauma. I didn't have any big tragic story to tell. So when we came to speaker training, I would minimize everything that happened to me. Like my story was, I eat too many stone wheat thins. <laughs> and what I realized is opening up to my story and the stuff that I was going through allowed me to connect to more people because I was opening up to what was troubling me. It doesn't need to be a big tragic story. You don't have to have really, really deep trauma. Everybody suffers differently. And I've learned now to stop minimizing the things that have happened to me in my life. So Anna, thank you. You're welcome. And thank you. Um, and I will add this because I think this is a really interesting point. Um, that people do come to me all the time and say, I don't even have a story. I don't have mm -hmm. a story. I'm like, well, that's the magic of this program. And at the risk of sounding like a commercial, this is not a typical speaker program. It isn't about, you know, let's tell a story to a certain audience and, you know, flick a little eye contact in the right direction, do some stage business and like land a great talk. This 
at the core of it, and it, which is the core of everything I do, is about the reduction of shame, period. And shame around, I mean, last episode, Kathy, you talked about feeling ashamed of your success, even. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily about being ashamed of trauma or tragedy. Um, we carry shame for a number of reasons. It is a universal emotion, and it is plaguing us, and it is separating us. It's pulling people apart from one another, and frankly, it is pulling people apart from themselves. And that is why this program exists, so that we share stories, because the stories will differentiate us, they will make us unique, but what's underneath the story is what connects us. And when we do those two things perfectly, or even imperfectly, then we reach our goal. And I think what I'm hearing is that when we tap into that deeper place, when we tap into that essential self, uh, there's no shame there. We can talk to love and to honesty and authenticity, and you guys all sat up straighter in your seat when you talked about it. Instead of when we talk about our stories, which, you know, we sometimes sit back a little bit and we step away from people because we don't feel that we will be understood or accepted or appreciated or loved. So thank you all for one, for taking the program and for um, ultimately then being a part of this agency, the Connections Agency, and for just believing in the mission to connect people to one another, not to just stand on a stage for the sake of standing on a stage, but to do it with a purpose in mind and to stay aligned with our core self. And I think, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I think that's why uh, we cannot be pulled apart as a group. This is not just seven people sitting in a room together and sharing a podcast. This is seven people who created this podcast together because they wanted to stay connected Mm -hmm. to one another. This is a family. Mm -hmm. And to connect other people to this amazing movement that we're a part of. Totally. Mm -hmm. And in any way that you feel called, you don't have to take speaker training. You don't need to hold a microphone. You don't even need to show up at an event. Ultimately, what you do need to do is show up as who you actually really are beyond your story in literally every single thing that you do. And when you do that, you will just feel more at peace. Like Ashley said, just feel more at peace. You will start to identify Um, when other people maybe are not at peace themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we just, you know, I always say lovingly release and move on. Yeah, that's a lot of silence. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just contemplating. (laughs) Absorbing the wisdom. Taking it all in. You're taking it all in. Yeah. The story that I'm feeding you today. Yeah, it's Uh, called absorption. (laughs) (laughs) Story absorption. (laughs) Story absorption. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's me. You're yeah. a story absorber? That's, yeah, I'm a story absorber. Okay, you got to tell me more about this, Haley. Well, when I was talking about me being that love mm. characteristic and listening to people's stories and not knowing how to ask a question to get more from you sometimes, especially when I'm in a, a group of women who are so freaking smart, you know, again, going back to the last podcast about perfectionism, that comes in, yes, but it's more me being so deeply involved in your story because I can relate to pieces of it, but also I just love you guys so much that I want to know, I want to know more. So I just sit back and I absorb it and I want you to tell me more rather than me try and pull something more out of you. I kind of want it to come like organically or something, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I'm so like involved in it. Like I, it's funny 
going back to being an empath, you get so involved in people's stories that you even become a part of it, mm. <laughs> you know, and then you get so involved. Yeah. And isn't it interesting that a year ago, none of us knew each other? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Totally. And now we're totally involved in each other's stories. We are totally involved. <laughs> all the dirty secrets. Yeah. yeah. All the things. But I think it's the most comfortable friendships I've ever had. Yeah. Because we're real with each other. Yeah. Because we're real. And I've known you guys way less than I've known these women that have been in my life since high school. But in no way am I as connected. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would argue that you know us more, um, but for less time. Yes. Yes. Because I I do think that we have um, opened up this entire dialogue. And I will speak from experience here that I was not in this place at one point in my life as well. This has been a revelation that I, like Jessica, am now sharing that wisdom in service. Now that I've learned it and I've lived it and I've experienced it, because most people who know me do know my story, but ultimately um, I was really attached to a corporate identity. And one day that whole identity and that job was just like pulled out from under me by virtue of an accident that I had in my life. And I no longer had that identity and that role and that story. And I was so fucking lost. I didn't know who I was. I had no idea what to do with myself. I didn't know how to get up in the morning if I wasn't, you know, putting on a a business suit and a pair of stilettos. I absolutely had no idea um, anything about myself, frankly. And it was, you know, my journey was with the Chopra Center. And it's uh, part of my work with Deepak Chopra that has allowed me to really get in touch with my soul and my essential self. And I wanted to bring that wisdom back here. And I embed it into my programs for a reason because it fucking works. And it really actually does connect people. And there are people I have had criticism. Trust me, I get it all the time. People who do not believe in this methodology, who do not believe that we should be sharing personal stories with one another that um, are not really ready to face the shame, frankly. And um, I'm just over it. I don't care because I see the magic that can happen uh, when we do. And I think it's so, so important. And I commend every single one of you, not for taking the program, for just fucking showing up Mm -hmm. for yourself and for others. I am dropping a lot of F-bombs, so I'm definitely passionate about this. You can (laughs) tell that's always my, my warning sign. Um, but yeah, just for showing up and for committing yourselves to the service of connection or connection as a service, essentially. Who else feels that they had a moment where when they moved through the shame, they turned to service? This is a very common reaction. Yeah. I feel like we all did, right? Yeah. Everyone is sort of nodding. Yeah. 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 yeah, which doesn't translate well on a podcast. No. Absorbing. Melanie, when um, was that moment for you? I think once I realized that when I opened up and told my story, when people started coming to me and saying, yeah, I, I see you and I you know, a lot of people struggle with the same things that I struggled with, which takes some of the shame away. It allowed me to start showing up as myself and which in turn allows other people to show up as themselves. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's pretty powerful. It's powerful. And it does, it really resets your calling. 
And I see it all the time. When you feel it and you heal it, then you immediately switch into service. Mm -hmm. And that is, I always define the core elements of the soul as wisdom, creativity, and service. Mm. That's it, right? We start to derive the wisdom, usually from within. We channel it, but we maybe learn about it. We do research on it. We experience it. Um, and then that wisdom becomes a new creative idea. There's an endeavor in place. There's maybe a new business. There's a new hobby. Mm. There's a new way of relating to people. Mm. Um, and then we turn to love. We turn to service and we give back what we've learned. And that is why we're here. And it took work. You know, it took commitment <laughs> and work and Thank dedication yes. and you really diving deep into your life. Like it's not something where we came in and we knew what our story was. We had to really look at every single piece of our, well, for me, it was like my brokenness, mm -hmm. these pieces that were really, really difficult. And then seeing them all put together made it a little bit easier to find the flow of like how my life even came to be right now. Mm -hmm. But it took the work in order to, to look at it, to do it. It's not something where you just woke up and it's like, this is my story, blah, 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 blah. And you could walk up on stage and be like, I am confident in telling this. And that's what you uh, g gave us. I think it, it takes the work for sure. I totally agree with you. And I also think it takes vulnerability and healing. Yeah. Because, you know, even as a life coach, when I came to the program, um, I didn't realize how blocked I was in being able to give back to other people and going through the program and realizing, oh, geez, I've still got some healing to do here. Um, once I did that healing and really like dug deep and, and let go of some things, I feel so much more ready to be able to give back to other people. And it's going back to exactly to what you just said, Anna, about, you know, having to go through it to be then ready to serve others. Um, so just acknowledging your story, what you've learned from it, what you've taken from it, healing through that, and then being ready to give back to other people. Mm -hmm. This is so key. Jessica, I'm so grateful that you brought this up. Um, it's something that we speak to a lot, obviously in the training, but it's also something that we as friends have all dialogued about as well. The difference between sharing and oversharing. Mm -hmm. And it is part of the general, um, critique that most, um, kind of programs that inspire vulnerability and courage really take. And that is, are we just kind of sitting there dripping all over people with what really should be behind closed doors with a psychiatrist or a therapist or a counselor? And this is super key. And if you hear nothing else today, I want you to hear this. There is a huge difference between sharing and oversharing. And it is this sharing is in service to others and oversharing is in service to yourself in from an unhealed place. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Anna, so much for your wisdom and for bringing us all together with this amazing program and for us to like figure out our stories because it was so perfectly packaged together that we were able to do that. And now we know way more about ourselves and we have uh, you to thank. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. And would you love to do our intro? Uh, intro or Would outro? Would you love to or like to? Outro? <laughs> outro and intro. I'll do one of them. I'll do, I'll do something at this point. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I am just grateful for each and every one of you um, at this table. And thank you so much out there for listening. You are our connections. And thank you again, of course, to our sponsor, Nude Vodka Soda. If you are still with us and have hung in till the end here, you are officially connected and you are part of the family too. Head on over to unapologeticconnections.com to read more about us and put some faces to the names that you are hearing on this podcast week to week. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave us an honest review. Honesty and authenticity first. 
because our agency stands for a lot of things, but most of all, real truth and real connection. So thank you for connecting with us. Speaking of honest reviews, the first three episodes we were recording in a different area and you might notice that it was a little bit echoey. We have changed our location to a little bit more of a closed in area so that we can make our sound perfection or, you know, somewhat perfect. <laughs> so if you could let us know how you feel about the difference, that would be so great. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.